Welcome to That Vacation Co. Podcast. I'm Caleb. Along with me today on this journey is Chanel. And today we are kind of catching up with you guys. It's been a few weeks and uh, we'll fill you in on uh, all the things that have been going on in our lives, um, all the fun things, the adventures and whatnot. And uh, yeah, so today is going to be somewhat of a different episode in that uh, that's what we're going to be covering, some some randomness in our lives and some updates in our lives. And uh, today is a Monday. It is a snowy Monday where we are. Uh, we are <laughs> technically currently snowed in, so uh, we're we're keeping nice and warm and cozy, but I'm going to turn the microphone over to Chanel, and she'll kind of kick us off. It's our snowed in episode. Woohoo! So we have spent the day pretty much today outside shoveling, mostly shoveling on Caleb's part. I'm not really allowed to shovel much at the moment since I'm about seven and a half months pregnant. Olive has been pretty much neck deep in snow half of the day um, and loving every second of it. She already had the day off anyway because it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day and it just so happened to dump a ton of snow overnight. We've got winter storm Izzy, I think it is, that is still currently dumping snow on us right now. Um, Caleb and the neighbors have been laboring to free our cars, which were fairly buried in snow and uh, they've done a good job but unfortunately it's still coming down so probably have to go out there a little later and try to clear off some more just so that we don't have as much to deal with in the morning um, because we do have to get places and go places tomorrow so but it's kind of been a fun day a relaxed day we've been doing things around the house doing things outside obviously Olive got to climb up into a tree and just jump out into the snow because there's two feet of snow beneath her. And uh, it's been pretty funny to watch her um, just roll around in it, dig holes in it, um, just, you know, all kinds of fun things that a little Louisiana girl is having a blast with. So that's been fun. Um, We are currently chilling in our apartment and um, we've got our pirate life candle crackling in the background. Um, we love uh, some Disney-themed candles. I think that they're a fabulous way to kind of knock the post-trip blues. So usually for Caleb and I, um, coming back from a Disney trip, coming back from any trip, getting back to life, it's always a little bit sad, right? You kind of get the post travel blues. Um, We like to say, well, when the Magical Express was running at Disney, the ride there is so exciting. It's the best thing ever. But the bus ride back to the airport, instead of being the most magical express, it's like the saddest express ever. Um, So, but what we usually do to kind of kick those blues is we'll kind of just you know, we'll knock around some ideas about when we might be back or what our next travel plans will be. And we usually come home and within a few days or so, Caleb will go online and order us a candle or two from one of the many. There are so many great companies out there that specialize in themed Disney candles. If you didn't know this was a thing, you do now. Um, for those Disney addicts out there that just need a little bit more of a fix in their life, um, there are companies out there that specialize in scented candles, wax melts, all kinds of things, room sprays, linen sprays that are themed after Disney rides, Disney resorts, um, 
maybe even some restaurants, I'm not sure, Epcot uh, pavilions, like the Norway pavilion, um, all of those things. Like if you have a favorite Disney scent, and if you're a Disney goer, you know that there are certain smells that are associated with Disney that are really positive memory, you know, that really trigger positive memories. Um, And so companies have capitalized on this and have attempted to create candles that recreate that. So we love those candles. That's kind of one of the little things that we do to kick the blues whenever we get back. Um, We've done, we've gotten ones before that smell like Coronado Springs, which is our favorite resort. As of yet, we've gotten one, like I've said, that smells like the Norway Pavilion at um, Epcot, which has a very distinct, wonderful smell. And right now we've got a Pirates of the Caribbean themed one. To me, it does not really smell like Pirates of the Caribbean, but it has a very nice smell. So I really enjoy it. And it's one of the crackling candles that has like a wood wick. So as it burns, it's got a nice crackle, which is perfect for a snowed in day, I think. It's so it's a really cozy feel right now. So that's a tip right there that we snuck in on you. Yeah, so if you're, you know, wanting to experience some of the magic at home, maybe head over to magiccandlecompany.com. That's a free plug for them because we're not sponsored by them. But if you order one, maybe mention in an email to them that you heard about them from That Vacation Co. And maybe they'll become a sponsor or something. Maybe I'll reach out to them. Um, it, you know, they've got quite a selection of things. Like Chanel was kind of talking about, um, I think they've got some oils that can be put in diffusers and whatnot. And uh, yeah, so check them out. They've got some good stuff. But it is a nice way to kind of continue the magic because as Chanel said, there's nothing more sad than when you ride uh, that bus or you know whatever mode of, mode of transportation you have to get from your Disney resort to the airport. Um, that's like the saddest ride on earth. Um, the, the most magical ride on earth is maybe landing at the airport and getting on the bus to head over to the Walt Disney World Resort. But the saddest ride is the ride back. And uh, this is one way to keep that fire burning. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's going to catch that that uh, reference or anything like that. But, um, you know, it is, it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, so we do that. Um, we also will often use them as gifts. They're great gift ideas uh, for for any Disney fan. Um, you're looking for something a little bit unique to send to them for Christmas, birthday, whatever. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. My birthday is right around the corner, just saying. Uh, but you can send a Magic, magic Candle Company candle or something like that and uh, yeah, warm up their day. So on a personal note, the Berg family is growing... Baby girl Berg, number two, is set to make her arrival in late March or early April, um, and I've been feeling really pretty good. Can't complain, other than just your typical, like, you know, like, it takes me forever to get out of a chair, and I can't do so anymore without some kind of sound effect that sounds like I'm just, you know, dying, but really I'm not. Um, Caleb says same for him, too. Um, So you can expect 
that probably around that time we'll be taking a little podcast break as we adjust to having our new traveler amongst us, as we adjust to, you know, that new parent life all over again. All of this seven will be about seven and a half when she makes, when the new baby makes her debut. So I feel like in some ways we're starting over and um, learning some things all over again. Olive is super excited to be a big sister and we will have to brush off our traveling with baby tips and put them to good use and maybe even feature some of those tips in future episodes as we embark on travel with our newest edition and, um, Maybe probably, I'm sure, learn some new things along the way because every baby's a little different. Um, so future travel plans for us personally as a family, we're kind of looking at a short summer getaway. Nothing too crazy because we will have a new baby. Um, so something that's drivable and easy to manage. We've got a few places on our radar. Caleb and Olive were looking up national parks the other day because Olive randomly was like, you know, I really love national parks. And we really love when she comes up with random ideas like that. So she and Caleb got online and were looking and they found one that was about a four hour drive from us in Ohio. So that's a possibility. Um, another place that we've been eyeballing for a while is some of the easternmost Finger Lakes. I personally have been to eight of the 11 Finger Lakes, all of the westernmost ones, but there are three of the easternmost ones that I'm itching to get to and see, and I'm itching to visit the town of Scanny Atlas and maybe stay there for a night or two. It looks like a really great place to stay, and so that could be a possibility for us as well. Um, and then around the holiday time, we've really been kicking around the idea of maybe planning um, several nights in the Mount Vernon, Washington, D.C. area, um, because it's been a while since we've been to D.C. We've actually done a D.C. episode or two, including Mount Vernon, and we love us some D.C. and Mount V. So we're going to maybe attempt that around the holidays, maybe We're thinking Thanksgiving or sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas because we'd love to see it decked out in its holiday finery and we'd love to see our nation's capital um, maybe decorated for Christmas and just visit it around that time. So those are some potentials for us, things that we've got on our radar. Yeah. One of the cool things about living kind of in the area that we do live in is there's lots of great places that are... Uh, you know, weekend drives, uh, you know, somewhere in the four to six, maybe seven hour drive range. Um, you know, you can head uh, four or five hours over to Ohio to this national park that we were chatting about. Um, or, you know, the Finger Lakes is much closer, actually. So that's not not that big of a, a trek for us at all. But um even Washington, D.C. is not that far. So uh, we've been bouncing around these ideas. We're excited about the potential uh, trips. They're they're not massive trips or anything like that, but just some fun things to do. We, if, if you've ever considered Washington, D.C., we really think that Washington, D.C. is a great trip and one of the more affordable trips that is out there. Um, we, we did it really budget-friendly when Chanel and I went a number of years ago and... Um, so that that would definitely be kind of one of the goals of that trip, and you know we would highlight that of course on the on a future podcast episode, but um to do it in a budget friendly way uh because I think that's always a helpful thing for people to realize like you know I can get around and see something really cool at a really affordable rate and not you know 
break the bank and and still be able to have a wonderful vacation that leaves lots of memories. So those are the things we're considering for our future trips this year. But of course, as Chanel said, with Baby Berg number two on the way, um, our travel plans um, are somewhat a little bit on hold, so to speak. Um, You know, family's growing, life is changing, we're snowed in, all those good things. Keeps us keeps us at home. Um but Olive and Chanel did just get back from some family holiday travel and Chanel will put together a a full-length podcast episode down the pipeline uh with highlights from that but is there anything that you wanted to mention about it just in passing? Well, let's see. It was my first trip traveling pregnant and with a child. I've traveled pregnant before, um, maybe not as heavily pregnant as I am now. Um, this was just a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, you know, seven months pregnant traveling with Olive. So there was some, um, some slight anxiety there and some things to navigate, which I'll probably talk about in the podcast, some tight connection times at airports and trying to, uh, figure out around that. If, uh, if Olive and I are going to have to run through the airport with me being seven months pregnant, I won't give any information away. I'll leave you hanging on the edge of your seat to find out what happened. Um, so yeah, we, we, we had a family trip, just Olive and I, we went down to Baton Rouge for about a week to spend some time with the grandparents and the great grandparents and aunts and uncles. Um, that was a really great trip. And as always, I've always got good things to say about Baton Rouge. We usually do family travel when we go to Baton Rouge, so we're not seeing lots of sights, but we are eating lots of good food. So I always have tips on restaurants and places to eat. And um, so we'll, we'll do a, I'll do a, probably a small episode on that. Um, coming down the Disney Hustle pipeline, uh, you know, our Disney Hustle episodes, we're looking at doing some episodes centered around Disneyland because we've realized, Caleb mentioned today, I don't think that we've really featured it much. And it's such a fabulous place where the magic all started, really. And um, we've mentioned it in passing here or there, but uh, we haven't concentrated a lot of episodes around it. So we'd like to do that. And we've been to Disneyland a couple of times, and we really love Disneyland. And if you're a Disney Parks uh, fanatic or a Disney Parks fan at all, you'll want to get out to Disneyland at some point to see where it all started. It's a very nostalgic park, smaller, um, but still lots of fun packed into it. So that's um, what we're considering for Disney Hustle Podcast. Of course, you can always throw us some suggestions. We're always willing to take some suggestions on podcast episodes. Um, so that's that's where we're looking at that. As of lately, just on a personal professional note, um, we've been doing lots of Disney travel booking and some group travel. Um, those seem to be where currently our clients' interests lie. We've had several families re- return from Disney, and we've got some getting ready to go to Disney. And as always, we're so excited to plan with them. Um, we just had a family just come back a few days ago, and they had a fabulous time, stayed at the Polynesian, um, made some really great experiences uh, and memories. Um, even a couple of them in the family group did one of the Disney uh, races, the Disney Half Marathon. Um, which those look so cool. I've had lots of people tell me about those and they've done those. And I used to do half marathons back in the day and Caleb and I have kicked around the idea of who knows, maybe one day we'll do a run Disney uh, trip. You never know. Um, Some folks, 
that we've talked to, um, some clients and, and prospective clients are still a little unsure about cruising um, right now. Although from everything that we are able to see and ascertain from from our end of things, actually it looks like a fairly I would say personally a fairly safe way to travel. Um, the cruise industry has a lot of restrictions on it right now, and they're having to jump through a lot of hoops. Um, and from just from the couple of cruisers that I've talked to, they felt very safe and had a really great experience. Um, so that's just something to think about um, that we talk about from time to time because that is something that we don't emphasize much, but we do do those types of bookings. Um, but we can certainly understand people's concerns and, and these things. But if that's something you're interested in, we're here to talk about it. Um, we're here to talk about any and all forms of travel and all destinations. So um, we always love when people come to us with a travel idea. And we love to see how we can help them make it happen. What's the best way to make it happen for them? Is it with a group, with a small group? Is it... Um, you know, just kind of putting something together individually. All of those things are possibilities, and we love to talk about those things. So um, that's kind of drawing our little episode to a close. Caleb, do you have any other thoughts? I guess just to say, you know, tag on to what Chanel was saying, you know, cruising is something that I think people, because of the media, and, you know, I'm not here to dog on the media too much, but because of the media and the CDC and all the ways they've treated uh, the cruise industry, it, it has been um, a bit a bit over the top. Um, I, I understand why. I think everybody in the travel industry understands why. But at the same time, um, it has been under a very precision, precisely tuned microscope or something. Uh, but from what I understand, things are loosening up even there. Um, the CDC is relenting a little bit to say, okay, you guys have shown you can cruise safely, so we're going to stop applying pressure. Um, and so now a lot of the restrictions that are going to be in place will be voluntary and, and monitored by the cruise lines themselves, which have a for the most part, have a very good track record uh, with health issues. Um, and, you know, studies have been done even in the post um, or mid-COVID uh, world that cruises can be run in a very safe way um, and, and the cruises are doing everything that they can to make it happen. So um, it is something that I think you should consider if you're looking to get away as well. Uh, maybe consider something like river cruising. Uh, it's kind of the little sister of the big ocean liners, but um, it is something that's enjoyable. And I even just saw recently, you know, one of the river cruise companies said uh, in an email that I received, like during 2021, they had no major incidents. I mean, we're talking in the age of COVID, COVID they had no major incidents. So, uh, I, you know, I know that does not mean that there were no positive cases or anything like that, but there were, there were less health issues on these river cruises than there probably were in your hometown. So um, something to consider if you're, you're wanting to get away, something unique. But as well, there's always domestic travel. And, and like we talked about, a lot of our, our clientele are looking at Disney travel, and we love Disney. So if you're interested in Disney, 
we believe that we're the place to go um, because we have a passion for it. So, you know, if you are interested in any type of travel, but especially Disney travel, please hit us up. We would love to help you put together a wonderful, magical, memorable vacation. So reach out to us. We'll put together a free no obligation quote for you. As always, we are That Vacation Co. serving you the most delightful destinations. 